Behind the Cut with Christopher Grenland. The companion show to Not About Lumberjacks. You probably want to know what's true and what isn't true in Pride of the Red Card. Here it is. My father really did modify and sell guns, and he really was the guy you went to if you needed weed or other drugs. Even at work, one of the drawers in his stand-up toolbox was devoted totally to pills and joints and all kinds of other things. It's not like he was moving tons of guns or kilos of weed each week, but he definitely exceeded the expectations of most Bush League dealers. My grandfather's name wasn't Grandpa Keen, his real name was Cliff, and he really did call me Butch. And the Bloodwings incident? Yeah, that really did happen, but it was a different pin. It was a pair of handcuffs for a tie tack. And I wasn't making up the thing about the handcuffs and Grandpa Cliff sitting on the chair trapping me. Oh yeah, and Grandpa Cliff really did spend most of his time in his underwear sitting on his couch in a bear's or cub's cap depending on the season. Really, the guy rarely got up unless he had to go to the bathroom or something. If he wanted a cup of coffee or something, all he did was call to my grandma. He'd just be sitting there in his underwear shouting, Ann! Coffee! Hell of a guy. My dad didn't have a shop in Chicago. He only had one in Kansas, and he had a partner. The peppermint schnapps and pistol thing really did happen, but I was never cut free from handcuffs at my dad's workbench. So on to the soccer game. The league I played in didn't have yellow or red cards. You were just given a warning and then pulled if you did anything really bad. I think I may have been the only kid that whole season who did something really bad. I did trip a kid and then lay another kid out to leave the game, and I really did try to trip the opposing team's coach when he rushed out on the field to check on the kid. Even in sixth grade, I recognized how shitty it was for an adult to try dropping a kid from heat exhaustion. My dad was proud of me, but there was no bottle of peppermint schnapps as a reward. We just waited for the game to end, my coach told me I needed to take it easy next time, and my dad took me home. I share this information not because I feel like writing is a lie or I feel strange blurring the lines of truth or fiction. I love doing that. Because it's in those exaggerations and lies that a truth even more honest than what might have actually occurred rises above facts. Those little hooks and universal feelings are the things that make stories relatable to people. I'd go as far as even saying that it makes fiction more reliable. I don't really pull things from what happened in my life when I write novels. Even in the short fiction I write, things are usually totally made up, at least as much as a person can make something up without influence from their life or feelings about things kind of leaking in from the sides. I mean, obviously, themes and things like that arise, and those themes are usually based on deep truths in a writer's heart. With Not About Lumberjacks, I want to experiment and do more stories like Pride of the Red Card, things that straddle that line between essay and short story. So if you like this or hate it, please let me know. It probably won't change what I do, but the offer's there. In two weeks, it's a story called Mr. Know-It-All. A 40-something-year-old drifter returns to his hometown after his parents die, only to find out the sole possession left to him in their will is a plastic magic eight ball. Here's a sneak peek. At family reunions, people Jerry's age and older ignored him, and when he tried talking to a younger niece, nephew, or cousin, the children were pulled away from his influence by parents with all the vigor reserved for shady strangers in trench coats offering sticky candy. 
He was the embarrassment of the Hatchard clan, a grown man who preferred greasy spoons to fine restaurants, beat up station wagons to Mercedes sedans, the occasional Motel 8 to the Four Seasons. Jerry hated addicts, but he didn't turn on the light. The sun shined through the windows enough that any vampire or mummy would think twice about taking another victim with an overactive imagination who dared tread on their unholy grounds. Jerry sat down on the floor and reached for the box. He took it in his hands and cried. The firstborn child of Lawrence and Beth Hatcher had lost the only people in life he felt ever loved him unconditionally, and all they left him was a toy. A dusty magic eight ball in its original box. The two-a-day football practice sessions Jerry was forced to take when he was younger paid off. He drove his right shoulder into the flesh above Dean's hip, hitting his brother so hard that the couch didn't break his fall. The couch toppled over, and as the two brothers followed, all three siblings watched as the magic eight ball flew from Dean's hand, arched high in the air in perceived slow motion time, and cracked on the fireplace hearth. The next day, Jerry woke up and asked, Will today be my last day? He closed his eyes and the answer appeared before him. Yes, definitely. Jerry knew what he had to do. Standing at the open door was like standing on the edge of a gigantic map stretching to the horizon. Jerry loved maps. His great-uncle had a large collection. Visits to his great-uncle when he was young bored Jerry, but the maps he spent hours poring over spurred Jerry's imagination, leading him to an adulthood of travel. He stepped forward, half expecting to feel the edge of a huge map beneath his feet. Nothing met the bottom of his foot, though, and just like that, Jerry was flying on his own, laughing on the way down, laughing in the face of death. Thank you for listening to Not About Lumberjacks and Behind the Cut. Theme music for Behind the Cut is a tune called Reaper by Razen. The voice kicking off the show belongs to Cynthia Griffith. Visit cfgriffith.com for more information about Cynthia and nolumberjacks.com for information about the music and episodes. Until next time, be mighty and keep your axes sharp. <laughs>